Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Can't wait to get into this one. I'm going to be taking another stab at LeVar Ball and Big Baller Brand and really get a more in-depth look at exactly how I feel about that whole situation. I think you guys will actually want to hear me out on this one. Drop that beat. Let's get to it. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to the Mind of Mike J podcast. I am coming back after a one week absence. I'm going to go ahead and apologize for last week. You know, sometimes dudes just get caught up. I uh, really between everything else I got going on, I just never really got an opportunity to sit down and really put this together. And I'm kind of glad I didn't at the time, and I'll explain why. So, sorry for missing last Monday, but I got a... This will be the first of a doubleheader by the time this is posted uh, on iTunes. I will have two episodes, this being the first of them, out. So, I'm going to make up for the t- my time away, because I feel like that's only fair. But, in the meantime, uh, what I wanted to get into, I'm not sure if this is going to be controversial or not... Um, it's not really my aim, but I do want to take another stab at it. Uh, this this time around, what I wanted to talk about is LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, Big Baller Brand, and exactly how that is going to, as the title suggests, test the um, test the system that is American consumerism. I wanted to really come back and do this my inspiration for doing this was my last episode if you guys listened to it uh, I, I handed LeVar Ball the L of the week and for those of you that don't know again uh, LeVar Ball is the father of Lonzo Ball Lonzo Ball is uh, just finished his freshman year playing basketball at UCLA is going to be more than likely a top 5 pick in the NBA draft and LeVar is his father, who has been very outspoken and, for some reason, is always in the news, one way or the other, um, with his outrageous comments. You might have heard heard about him from the time that he talked about he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one, to where he said his son was better than two-time MVP and NBA champion Steph Curry, to um, just a whole bunch of outrageous stuff. And... So he seems to get a lot of publicity for that, and a lot of people, including myself, are even wondering why the guy's in the news, but that's not the point. Um, The reason, um, another reason I'm doing this episode today is uh, LeVar recently, when I did my L of the, when I gave him the L of the week last week, LeVar Ball had attempted to start a shoe company um, off his him and his son, his family's namesake called Big Baller Brand. Um, it was it was basically, excuse me, he was attempting to turn Big Baller Brand into this 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 athletic shoe brand. And at the time when I gave him the L of the week last week, he had just met with Nike and Adidas and Reebok, or excuse me, Reebok Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour, who are the three biggest athletic shoe companies out there. And he was looking to 
basically get signed by one of them, but have them co-brand his big baller brand. Because normally what happens with a Nike Adidas or an Under Armour is they sign you as an athlete, which his son, Lonzo, would have been the athlete. But what normally happens is they'll sign you on as an athlete, but then they handle all the... They handle everything as far as what the shoe looks like, how much it sells for, the distribution, the commercials, all the marketing surrounding it. Nike handles all that. They just cut you a check to be the pitch man. That's how. That's just how it has always worked. And what LeVar Ball was looking to do was to have a, instead of going that way, he was looking for a co-branding kind of deal. You know, kind of like, kind of like Yeezys with Adidas or um, or Jordan brand with Nike. Lavar Ball was basically trying to ascend his big baller brand to that level, and the reason why it was so controversial is because, you know, nobody knows who this dude is. It was kind of you. It was he was trying to get up there and have something that A-list celebrities have when he's really. Not even. I don't know. Would you consider this dude a celebrity at this point? I mean, he got. He has a verified Twitter account. I guess that kind of. Um, I, I guess that makes you a celebrity. I don't know. But the point is, that's why a lot of people kind of thought it was crazy, and which I mean, even myself included, which is why I felt the need to give him the L of the week last week because, from what the report said, he was asking for about a billion dollars from each of those shoe companies, and none of them took it, and they probably shouldn't have. That wouldn't have really made sense. Not on their end. It wouldn't have been a good business move. Um, I mean, basically, he had this idea for Big Baller Brand. And it seemed like at the time, he was trying to get one of the big shoe companies to bankroll this idea that he had. Kind of like when Kanye West tweeted Mark Zuckerberg to send him a billion dollars for his ideas. It's like, okay, um, so what am I getting out of this if you're the person writing the check? But uh, a lot has transpired since then. Since I did my last podcast, Big Brawler Brand is now apparently its own thing. They uh, are back in the news again because now apparently what they're doing is, they said, making their own brand, selling their own shoes. And what really jumped out at everyone was the price of said shoes. They, They have a few products where they have slip ons that were about a little over $200 for like slip-on flip-flop looking shoes and then a signed Lonzo Ball shoe audit like a personally auto hand autographed shoe that was about a thousand that was about a thousand dollars but the big one uh were the big baller brand uh ZO2s which are the one everyone's talking about they're $495 and those were just those prices were so outrageous and because if you look at athletic shoes, nobody sells athletic shoes for that much. Jordans don't even cost that much. So it made headlines, of course, as you might have guessed, right away because everyone is going, what in the world are they thinking charging this much for shoes? And again, I was one of them. Here's where here's what I want to get into. Number one, the more I thought about it. The more I looked, because I was, like I said, I was the first one to really be like, what the heck is this? But I also, in the interest of fairness, I wanted to really, like, 
analyze and look at this situation because I don't think it's fair of me to just constantly and if you follow my and if you follow my social media accounts if you're friends with me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or anything like that I've put up several things making fun of Big Baller Brand but at a certain point I felt like it was fair that I just you know stop just with the constant roasting and really like try to understand and try to look at this situation objectively personal feelings set aside really jokes set aside personal feelings set aside I really felt like it was only fair for me to really try to look at what exactly they're doing and I wanted to really try to just understand because that, that's that's my thing anyone that knows me knows that's my thing I, I don't like uh, I like trying to understand or find common ground with people that off top I disagree with because I think it's a beautiful thing when we can when two people that just seem like they have polar opposite opinions on something can find common ground and I want to be very clear on this I'm still, I still think it's crazy to charge $500 for some dang on shoes. I personally will not buy them. I just think that's crazy. I don't spend, I don't pay for Jordans now. So, you know, and they're only $150,200. So I damn sure ain't paying $500 for no Zoe 2s. But I do want to acknowledge, even if I disagree with you overall, I will acknowledge when things that you say are correct or when things that you do make sense. I don't think that just because I disagree with you that everything you say and everything that comes out of your mouth is just nonsense. But to um, not to ramble, let me just get into this real quick. Again, the reason why I said I was kind of glad I didn't do this episode when I wanted to do it this past Monday was because I had time to last weekend was right when the Zoe 2s came out. And now that they've come out, all the sports talk shows have had time to have LeVar on there to talk about what's going on with these shoes. Why are they the price that they are? What are you trying to accomplish with this? Blah, blah, blah. And he was on a show that I that I like to watch, Undisputed, with uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. And so I tuned into the episode, and I gotta be honest, the more I listen to him speak... The more I kind of just under, the more that understanding kind of kicked in. The more I could really sit back and go, okay, I I I can see where you're going. I I think that that makes sense. One thing I wanted to point out, they talked about the. They asked him why is he charging five hundred bucks for shoes, and one of Lavar's reasons was that the shoes are iconic. They are a. They're something that has never been done and that's true nobody has ever had a had their own shoe their own brand before coming into the league that's never happened before coming into the nba so so what he's trying to sell you on is the symbolicism of what's going on do i buy into that again no i i don't i don't i understand you're making history i still ain't buying your shoes but you know i can see where somebody might understand the significance of that and appreciate the significance for that another point that he made was um as a few people know if you if you really follow twitter like that and follow this kind of stuff uh shaquille o'neal 
retired Hall of Famer, NBA Hall of Famer, TV personality on NBA and TNT, he went out and, you know, was very outspoken against LeVar Ball and Big Brawler Brand for charging so much for their shoes because LeVar Ball uh, sent out a tweet that said, and this is something else that got a lot of people upset, was, and I'm going to read the tweet verbatim, Big Ballers loose. If you can't afford the ZO2s, you're not a big baller. And that set a lot of people off because it basically, what a lot of people felt like was he was calling them out for not being able to, if you can't afford my shoes, then you're somehow less of a person. I guess that's how a lot of people, t- a lot of people took it. And Shaq was one of those people. And he said, you know, a real, I don't remember what the exact t- response tweet was, but uh, I know Shaq said something along the lines of, no, real big ballers don't overcharge kids for shoes. And they asked LeVar about that on Undisputed, and I actually respected his counter to that. His his response to Shaq was, if you feel like I'm overcharging kids, then you make a shoe that's cheap and sell it. And I under, And I kind of understood that. Because, again, LeVar Ball is supposed to be a nobody. Shaq is someone that everybody knows. Don't ask me, and when I'm saying me, I'm, I'm speaking from LeVar Ball's standpoint. If you think I'm overcharging for shoes, don't ask me to lower my prices or change what I'm doing. You go do it. You go make a shoe. You make it affordable. Well, actually, Shaq did make a shoe that was affordable, and nobody really bought it. Um, so, you know, you can find the shacks at Walmart. Nobody was wearing those, and I'll get more into that later. But I kind of understood that. Like, if somebody, me, with my podcast, everybody by now knows I talk about sports or stuff that's going on in sports. That's pretty much what I want to talk about. If some, That'd be like if somebody came to me and said, why don't you talk about relationships? Or why don't you talk about politics? Or why don't you talk about that? I don't want to talk about that. That's not That's not my thing. You would get more viewers if you talked about this other topic. Why do you talk about sports all the time? My response would be the same way LeVar was. Look, if you don't like what I'm saying, or if you don't like my topic, go make your own podcast. And you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Don't ask me to push your agenda or push what you think I should say. It's my thing. It's my brand. It's I'm producing it. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I want to do. Or in LeVar's case, I'm going to charge what I want to charge. I understood that perfectly. So I will acknowledge I agreed with that point. The other thing that he said was, Alonzo wears his own shoes. He got to design them himself. They're his shoes. He gets to wear them. And he does wear his shoes. Shaq made Shaq shoes. His son, Sharif O'Neal, who's a blue chip high school prospect, doesn't wear Shaq shoes. Why isn't your son wearing your great affordable shoes? I I thought that was a valid point. And again, the more I, the more I listened to him speak, and after hearing him make those points, those were like the first few things that he said. And once I heard him say those things, it kind of opened my mind a little bit. I wasn't just closed off to this, oh, this guy is an idiot. I'm just going to get up here and rip him apart after everything he says. I kind of had the opportunity to sit back. And once he said that, I at least started listening and I started thinking a little bit more critically. And the more I thought about it, 
there's it's big baller brand is not as much of a joke as everyone's making it out to be. Yes, the prices are ridiculous. Yes, it seems a little bit crazy that you got all this hype around a kid that hasn't played in an NBA game. But I would counter with this. The reason why people are saying he shouldn't charge that much for shoes is honestly the same reason why he can. Let me explain. Lonzo Ball apparently shouldn't be charging, or Big Baller Brand apparently shouldn't be charging $500 for Zotus because he hasn't played it and he hasn't proven himself. My thing is, in a way, he can because he hasn't gone to the league. Think about it this way. Say he gets, we keep saying he needs to play, he needs to prove himself. What if he gets drafted and he busts? What if he gets drafted and has a horrible, horrible NBA career? He really won't be able to shoot, sell the shoes for 500 bucks then. At least now, before he's drafted, he can sell a few people because, um, I mean, apparently they have had some orders. He can sell a few people on that premise of this is an iconic shoe. You need to be a part of this, you know, support the first guy to have his brand before getting to the league. You can sell people on that pitch before they don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. We don't know what he's going to what Lonzo's going to do in the NBA because he hasn't been drafted yet. You can sell a few people on that premise while you still have the chance just in case because if he gets drafted and has a terrible career and I don't I don't necessarily want that to happen, but if he gets drafted and has a terrible career, then they're really not going to sell at that point. On the flip side, if he does do well, the price is almost completely justified. He said, I personally would still feel like they're too much for shoes, but if he's already got people ordering them before he's even proven anything, you can only expect sales to go up once he actually does well, if he does well. But, I mean, I understand selling a few people before he even gets there. Make your money while you can. If he charges for it and people buy it, who's the real, who are the real idiots? Serious question. If you, if you charge a price that seems outrageous, but people buy it, it's not your fault. The people that buy it are the ones that are crazy, not you for charging it. If you charge an outrageous, if you charge a price that's that outrageous and even one person buys it, the person that needs to get roasted is the guy that bought it, not the guy selling it. You are immediately, to me, you are relieved from all that name calling and all that people calling you crazy once one person buys it. You convince somebody that this product was worth it. But the crazy thing is, and I wish people would stop talking about it, let's stop talking about the price for a second. We're, we live in America. We do not care about price tags. With American people, and I can honestly say this, having worked in sales since I graduated college in 2011, so almost six years now, you can sell anything in America if you can create a need. As long as people feel like it's something that they need, we'll, we'll spend the money. 
We walk around with $800 iPhones, $300 Yeti coolers, and $20 Nike socks. I mean, it's we 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 spend money. We spend we oh, and a lot of times overspend for stuff all the time. I mean, to me, I got an I have an iPhone 7 Plus. It was $880. Was it worth it to me? Absolutely. To some people, that's insane. I know some people that think it's it's that just cannot see themselves spending that much money for a cell phone. Some people would think spending 20 bucks for Nike socks is insane. For one pair of socks. You don't get like a whole bundle of them. This is for one pair of socks. 20 bucks. That's worth it to some. I know a lot of dudes that play ball that think that makes sense. Someone like me, I'm like, you're crazy. I'll go buy some Hanes with some Walmart socks and just hoop in those. I don't need no $20 one pair of socks. It's insanity. My point is, it's all about perspective. What might not seem worth it to you is going to be worth it to someone else. And fortunately, we live in a country where you can, if you want to, if if you are producing something and you want to set a up uh, and you want to set a high tag, you can almost always find somebody that'll buy it. You just got to create the demand. It's all about creating the demand. That's that's what makes salespeople successful. That's as a salesperson, I can tell you, that's how you make it. It's never about the price. It's all about the. It's all about what you're. It's all about what you're selling. And I know what some of y'all are thinking. You named off like top brand stuff: Nike, Apple iPhones, Yeti. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. I'll throw something else at you guys. There was an app a few years ago. Uh, it was a. It was a. Well, I think it was iPhone and Android. You could download it. But there was a phone app not too long ago. It was called I Am Rich. Don't remember the guys that developed it, but it cost a thousand dollars. Look it up. Go look it up. You could go to a few years. It's not available anymore, but it was an app. You could go on the. You could go on the iTunes Store. Go on the Google Play Store on your phone. Look up this I Am Rich app. It was a thousand dollars and did nothing. It did absolutely nothing. Eight people downloaded that stupid app. Now, common sense would tell you, I don't care what this app does. It costs more than the phone I have in my hand that I'm downloading it with. There is nothing this app can do for me that'll justify a thousand bucks. Not to mention, it didn't do anything at all. It was really just there to say, congratulations, you spent a thousand dollars on a phone app. Now, I think it got taken down because a few people realized they got scammed and complained and then so they took it down but eight people downloaded an app that I guarantee you the guys that made it probably didn't really spend anything because it didn't do anything but the but the fact is people saw an app on a store that cost a thousand bucks and the thought to even download it came across their minds like eh, I'll spend a thousand bucks on this thing so again we blow money on stuff all the time. Why would Big Baller Brand be like an exception? 
married men, married single men, go to strip clubs every weekend, blow thousands of dollars for a little bit of entertainment. That's not even something they could, that's not even a tangible product. That's not even something you can take with you. And yet some of you men, y'all know, y'all go in the strip club and blow $500 in one night. For what? By the time you leave, what did you get out of that? You wake up the next morning, what'd you get out of that? We order bottle service at club, 500% markup. You'll pay two or 300 bucks for a bottle of Grey Goose. That costs 30 bucks if you get it from the liquor store. To have, and, and I've gotten bottle service before, so don't don't make me, I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of people, but bottle service is an experience. I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. I got it one time with a few of my friends, and between being up in the section, all of a sudden girls started coming over to our table. We looked like we were doing something, so I'm, I'm not going to say, but it still seems crazy. Still, at the end of the day, we paid a couple hundred bucks to sit at a little table off in the corner with a bottle that we could have paid ten times less for right across right across the street at the store. I'm just saying, if somebody were to buy a big baller brand shoe, it wouldn't be the first time nor the last time that we would spend a ridiculous amount of money on stuff that we something we don't necessarily need or something that sounds crazy up, up front. So let's not act like big baller brand charging 500 bucks for some shoes is the worst thing we're going to spend money on. Again, would I buy these shoes? No, absolutely not. I'll, I'm, I feel like I'm going to have to say that several times, but I'm, I would no, I would absolutely not buy them damn shoes. But if you had the money... If most people had 500 bucks just sitting around like that, and that's the thing, you got to think, it sounds crazy to a lot of us normal folks because we don't have 500 bucks just sitting around to blow on shoes. But if you had, if you had the money, say you have, you had five million dollars in your bank account right now, would you feel differently? I'm not asking that rhetorically. I'm just, I'm literally just asking because I just want you in your head to think. If you had, if you had a few million in the bank. To where you wouldn't feel five hundred bucks? Would you buy a pair? Of, would you buy a pair of Zotus? I don't know. I feel like there's some people that would. As a matter of fact, m- that brings me to my next point. Chad Ochocinco bought a pair. Chad Ochocinco put up a Instagram post. For those of you who don't know, Chad Ochocinco uh, used to play uh, wide receiver in the NFL. It was a big deal for the years he was playing. But Ochocinco on his Instagram. Like the night the ZO2s went live, he had a he put up a photo on his Instagram of him ordering these shoes. Michael Bennett, who plays for the Seattle Seahawks right now, said he would buy two pairs. It was on Twitter. He responded to Lavar Ball's tweet earlier about not being if you can't afford them, you're not a big baller. Blah blah. Top top response tweet. You can go and look. You'll see Michael Bennett saying he's going to order two pairs. So. Celebrities are seeing no problems ordering them, and all of us aren't celebrities, but here's the thing you have to keep in mind. How often do we do stuff because a celebrity that we like doesn't? I mean, everyone knows celebrity worship is a very real thing. Are Ocho Cinco and Michael Bennett at the celebrity worship level? No. Not to my knowledge. But the LA Lakers are more than likely going to end up with a top four 
pick in this year's draft. And they might, there's a very good chance that they'll end up with, with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo goes to L.A., where all the celebrities live, takes a picture with, I don't know, somebody out there that people worship. Let one of the Kardashians be seen wearing them shoes. I guarantee you, you put, you get them shoes on Kim Kardashian or one of the Jenners or one of them. Them shoes are, them sales are going up 400% tomorrow. Why? Because people want to be like their, people want to be like celebrities. That's just a real thing. So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying any of this is going to happen. I'm just saying we have to consider the possibility and that the opportunity for this to blow up, it sounds crazy right now, but the opportunity for this to blow up is very real. I remember when Apple came out with iTunes when I was in high school. I remember when iPods first came out. Everyone's got iPhones now, so y'all might not remember. I remember when iPods came out, and they had iTunes, and you could go and download music for 99 cents a song. You know, some of y'all might not remember that because Apple Music is a streaming service now. Y'all remember when Apple was 99 cents a song? People thought that was crazy back then. People would have thought you were nuts. This was a day when we had, this was back in the day when we had LimeWire and Napster, I think, had just been shut down. But we had all kinds of places you could find music for free if you knew what you were doing. There were all kinds of places you could go and download music for free. I knew a few webs, several websites myself. People thought it was crazy to download, play 99 cents a song. Look where Apple's at now. I'm just saying. It sounds crazy, but you have to, you have to think there is a possibility that it could blow up. It's really just, uh, at the end of the day, it, what LeVar Ball has done with Big Baller Brand is the equivalent of taking all your money that you go to the casino with, going up to the Russian roulette table and putting it all on black, or putting it all on 32. If it hits, you're exponentially richer, and it's possible. It's a long shot. But if it hits, it's possible. If not, hey, you just lost a bunch of money. But, you know, you have to... That's, that's kind of how I look at this situation, is we don't... It's too early to call whether or not this can actually happen. And I feel like a lot of people are just treating it as, oh, no way. This is dumb. This will never make it. Let me tell you another thing I know about sales. See, a, the, a, a perspective that I see a lot of people taking, we're thinking grown adults. There's another thing I know about sales is kids are a very, that's a very real market. Kids are, and see, like I said, we're thinking about adults. You just got to get the kids to want the shoes. Think about it. How many times when we were growing up, when you were growing up, did you ask your parents for something that they didn't feel like, that they felt like was too expensive, but you just had to have it? And your parents wouldn't bought, went and bought it for you anyway. How many of y'all are parents now and would buy something for your kids if you knew it was going to make them happy, even though it might cost you a little bit? If you can get to kids, you can get to their parents' wallets. 
like I said, you got you got to think. You got to really think about this. And I've really like tried to think about every possible angle. You got to really think. If you can just get kids to be Lonzo Ball fans, you can sell a boatload of shoes. And because we do it now, little Johnny wants an iPhone. He's twelve years old. He doesn't really know anybody. He just needs it to call me, but he needs an iPhone. Trust me, working at Verizon, you see this all the time. He needs an eight hundred dollar iPhone at twelve years old, so he can so you can call mom when you're at school and send a few text messages. But it's the cool thing to have. Little Johnny's got to have an iPhone because if you send him to school with an Android, his friends are going to make fun of him. Like I said, not all of us had that kind of money growing up, but we, you all, we all know a few people that did. And I think that's who they're targeting. But I also that also brings me to my next point. Again, we keep harping on the price. Y'all remember Starberries? Real ballers remember Starberries. Star, Stephon, for those of you that don't know, Stephon Marbury, again, another NBA player, was pretty big star in his in his time. Starberry, Stefan Marbury, excuse me, Starberry was his nickname. That's what he named the shoes after. St- Stefan Marbury wanted to create a sh- an affordable shoe because exactly what Shaq and a lot of the big baller brand critics are complaining about is that the, sh- the shoes cost too much. Stefan Marbury years ago tried tried appealing to that group what Stefan did was make basketball shoes that cost those things how much were Starberries? they were like $15 $20 which was insane we were used to paying no less than I remember when those came out I had paid no less than 60 bucks ever in my life for some basketball shoes a lot of times more than that Stefan Marbury came out and was like I'm going to sell and market my shoes to the people that to the kids that can't afford them. You know what happened? Nobody bought the shoes. Star does anybody own a, a pair of Starberries? Anybody? I don't. I don't know anyone who does. If price was really such a big deal and it was all about making stuff affordable, Starberries should have been the number one selling basketball shoe ever. But they weren't. And why is that? Because, number one, everybody knew they were 15 and 20 bucks. So, to an extent, wearing Starberries was a dead giveaway that you were broke. And if there is one thing that I know, as Americans, that we'd rather do than look crazy overspending for something, it's look broke. Nobody wants to look broke. We will go broke trying not to look broke. We'll overspend on our clothes. We'll overspend on a car. We'll overspend on a house. We'll overspend at the bar trying to buy shots to impress our friends. We will go broke trying to look like the exact opposite. So my point is, you can't win either way. Either you're like Big Baller Brand and you're charging people too much... Hell, people people think Jordans were too much. So either you're like Big Baller Brand and you're charging too much, or you're like Stephon Marbury and you're and you're 
I guess, charging not too little, but it's like they're affordable, but people still won't buy them for whatever reason. You can't win either way. So if you're going to do that, you might as well overcharge. That way, at least if you overcharge, you can go back and say, oh, maybe these shoes are too much and lower your cost. If you're already lowballing the cost of your shoes, where else do you have to go from there? What can you do to, to make a, to turn a profit? You can't. If nobody's buying them at 20, they're not going to buy them at 40. They're not going to buy them at 50. At least the big baller shoes, at least they have the opportunity to lower the cost if it doesn't blow up. So, again, all they really have to do is create the demand. Like I was saying before, all you got to do is create the demand and create the identity and it's going to completely revolve around how Lonzo Ball does in the NBA and I know a lot of people are saying that's a lot of pressure to put on one kid and I think it kind of is but like uh, like I was, another thing I saw LeVar Ball say is this is what they've been training for since day one you know Lonzo doesn't feel pressure you know this the, the goal is since day one has been to go to the NBA and to make a name for yourself. So is, you know, is, is it going to happen? I don't know. I don't know, but I can admit that at the very least, I do respect the fact that Mr. LeVar Ball is going out of his way to really put on for his kids and try to put them in a position that no one else is in or no one else has ever been in you know they're getting to design their own shoes have their own brand have their own control now uh, is there a part of me that also feels like this is him trying to take advantage of his son's talent I acknowledge that I think that's a fair point to say I mean can we guarantee that that's not what Nike or Adidas would have done I mean, they're signing them, they're paying them, but they're making exponentially more money than what they're paying you off your shoe. So, so who's really taking advantage of who? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you, you got to look at this stuff with an open mind. And I'm not trying to do this. My purpose of this episode was not to really try to change anyone's mind or really try to convince you that you're wrong. I just wanted to provide a different perspective and just make people think. So, I mean, when you say big baller brands never going to make it, I wouldn't count them out yet. Not yet. Few we we got a, a few months from now, I might be proven wrong or I might be be proven absolutely wrong and have to take back everything kind of sort of positive that I said or you know I might be able to come back here a few months from now and be like told y'all so I told you remember them big ball of shoes I talked about a few months ago told you to look out I told you this might happen so we'll see we will see it's going to be very interesting to follow and I personally be personally will be one of the people looking I again for the last time I will not buy them damn shoes I just don't see myself ever doing it 
But do I want to see the guy fail? No. I think if they make it, it's a game changer. It changes the whole industry because now another there's another outlet. There's another path you can take. It's not all about being signed to Nike and having them dictate your pay and having them dictate what your shoe looks like and how much it sells for and how you brand it and how you market it. You can do it yourself. That's something, regardless of how I feel about the crazy stuff LeVar Ball says about everything else, at the bare minimum, I can respect that ideal. And I think people should stop taking their personal feelings about the guy so far as to not at least acknowledge and look at it. So again, don't count them out yet. We'll see. I appreciate everybody listening. That concludes this episode of the podcast. I'm going to skip the L of the Week section because I am doing two um, at the same time, and I'll probably have to add in that segment on my second episode. So... As of now, that concludes this episode of the Mind of Mike J podcast, and I appreciate everyone listening. As always, can't wait to talk to you guys about this and hear your suggestions and your comments. I will be on the lookout for them, and in the meantime, everyone take it easy and have a great week.